Welcome to the Absolute Beginners Running Podcast, Episode 2. My name's Jude Palmer, and I'm all about getting you out and getting you active. The last episode, we talked a lot about chatty running, and that's all about keeping that pace so that you can keep going, and we can start building sort of consistency and habit around our running, and that's something I want you to keep thinking about for this episode too. We'll do our usual warm-up, our main set of run, walking, and in this case, we're going to do one minute of running and one minute of walking, and then we'll do our cool-down at the end. So today I'm actually, uh, I'm overlooking, I'm looking at the South Downs. Actually, that's wrong. I'm looking at the North Downs. Honestly, it's a bit early in the morning. I can't remember what the head's doing. Uh, so I'm having overlooking the beautiful North Downs. It's a bit cool in the air. I've still got shorts on, um, but I'm going to run in a lovely grassy field today. I love uh, running in different places. It really helps with motivation. That's something I suggest you do too. Uh, and also it's a great way of discovering new places, things you might not have seen before, and uh, seeing other people as well. So these podcasts are all about sort of dipping in and dipping out. Yes, there's eight of them, and it'd be great to follow them through. But life gets in the way sometimes, and people develop at their running at different stages. Perhaps you get a cold, or perhaps work gets in the way, or for whatever reason. So by all means, dip in and out of them. Go back and listen to them again, or um, you know, over a few times. But we're aiming to get a, sort of three runs a week in. Now that does not mean three hours of running a week. It means three times of being actively out, exercising in the shape of running a week. And we know that means uh, the more likely you do that, the more likely you're going to get fitter. So let's kick off with our warm-up. And as always, let's start with a really simple one, and that's walking. So let's go off in our brisk walk, swinging those arms. Got a very different feeling on the ground today in the field. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on the time. I'll tell you when to start and stop, when to run, when to walk. All you have to do is just focus on being in the great outdoors, the lovely fresh air, and uh, how you're doing. Birds, it's early morning, so the birds are starting to tweet, or they're tweeting away already. So I can hear some cars in the distance. Yeah, nice brisk walk, swinging the arms. Lots of wildfires where I live. I get distracted by that. And strange things growing in the fields. I always wonder what they're doing. So lovely brisk walk. Just to get that body used to it. Especially if it's early in the morning. It takes a while sometimes to get our head and our body together. It certainly takes mine some time. So it's good to do a warm up. Remember we do it for different reasons. First of all, warm the body up, get the heart rate up, increase the breathing rate, so it's ready to do the exercise you're asking of it. Otherwise it's a bit of a shocker. You get straight out of the car, go straight running, no wonder it's hard, because our body's like, whoa, what's this? A lot of people ask me whether they should sort of eat before they go for a run. I definitely advise not eating straight before, but you know, eating a really nice well-balanced diet throughout the weeks is a good thing. There's no point in just having a good diet on the day. But I always recommend eating at least sort of two hours before you do any activity. That gives your body time to sort of get on with all the digestion. The last thing you want to do is give your body, <laughs> make your body have to digest food while asking it to run. It's not usually a great combination. So you can hear my heart rate's going up because my breathing rate's going up and all I'm doing is nice, simple, brisk walking. 
making sure I swing the arms. It's a lovely blue sky, some freckled clouds, a pale sun. But hey, it could be raining, but I'll still be doing the same thing. But with more clothes on, probably. So, one thing you can do when you're doing a warm up is to stop, do a few squats. We've done these before, so just about putting your legs further apart, hip distance apart, just dropping your bum down, and off we go. One of those, do five in total, stop again, do another one. Well done. A few more steps, and stop. Another one. This is all about getting the knees and the joints working. You don't have to squat all the way down to the bottom. It's not a measure of flexibility. It's just about strengthening the knees, getting them working. Stop and do our fourth. Down we go. A few more steps and the last one, fifth. Well done. Running's a lot about strength. And actually a lot of runners, they get to sort of, you know, and this will be you. You start running about 30 minutes. It's not really our hearts or fitness that needs time to catch up, it's our strength. And so putting a few squats and things like that in um, can really help with that. One of the other things I love doing for a warm up is it works really well and it's also a bit of fun, especially if you're out with your kids anytime, it's a great way of getting them included and uh, is a, a little bit of skipping. So for some people, if there's lots of people around, you may not want to skip <laughs> to start with, but if you've got out on your own, just chuck in a bit of skipping and here we go. It's a brilliant way of warming up really quickly. Warms the ankles up and the knees. And I've yet to find anyone who hasn't skipped with a, and not had a smile on the face at some point. That was it, it was a short bit, but it really works. It's about four minutes into our warm up. I should be feeling a lot warmer. Got quite cold hands, it's a breezy day but that'll help, that'll come. You can always wear gloves to start with when you're running and then just take them off and shove them down your trousers or on your top. That's something I often do. Nice brisk walk, keep walking along. Have a good look round. Well done for getting out, you said you would. Sometimes it's tough to get out the door for that run. But you've done it, you're halfway there now. That's the hard bit, getting out the door. So that was quite a simple warm-up. Just brisk walking. But that was five minutes. And now on to the fun. So now it's time for the run-walk. And if you remember, we talked we are going to do 60 seconds of running and 60 seconds of walking. So most of us hopefully are feeling quite warm by now and ready to go. But if you're not, stop the podcast and by all means do a little bit more warm up. Everyone has their own way of doing things. And it's almost a bit about learning what feels right. Do you feel ready to run? Maybe you just need those few more minutes just to get your head set. And actually sometimes, maybe you think, actually it's just not for me today. And that's okay too. It's a bit about learning what's right. But if you are ready to warm up, let's go. So off we go. That first run for a minute. Remember, I've got an eye on the time, so I'll keep when, telling you what, when, and when to stop. Or oh, I'm running through some beautiful clover. Here it's quite long. I'm going to really pick my legs up to go through it. Let's 
beauty of running in different places, you get all these different experiences. So I'm really going to focus on that chatty running level again, just so I can keep the pace and keep going. I'm more interested in being able to keep going and building that fitness than I am about being able to sprint, sprint for 10 seconds and fall over in a ditch. surface, hot, hard packed, muddy packed, trail in the field, that's okay. Time to walk. Well done. I think I mentioned it before, sometimes I'm running with groups, I forget how long they've run for because we get carried away. I wasn't entirely sure that was a minute, but hey, we'll work for that. for a lovely style keep that walking remember that walking is all about being brisk walk in between the running bits because we still want to keep that heart rate up and it's a time sort of make sure you're standing tall and walking along that gives us more oxygen in our lungs and there's a time to sort of get nice deep breaths in Nearly time to go. Off we go. Time to run again. A little bit of a hill here for me. But that's just about changing the pace. Just like you change the gear in a car, I'm going to do the same thing when I go running. If the hill's really steep, I'm probably going to walk it. And that's entirely fine better to keep going through the session than to be beaten and have to stop at the top. Nice chatty pace. Love running outside all times of the day really but there's something about the morning there's not many people around. Feels like the day's been born afresh slight chill in the air which I love as well tingling on the skin and time to walk well done nice brisk walk oh, lovely to be out lovely to be running well, just out and being active, really. And that's what it's all about. I love the great phrase of Ross Edgley. He says, bodies are instruments and ornaments. And I really relate to that. It's what my body can do. My own body, not anyone else's. What can I do? And uh, being out and active in any way is one of those things. Going back into the forest. Birds are getting louder. minute. Walking seems a long time, but it's time to run again, so let's go. When we break it down into run walks, it becomes manageable. You can just, all you need to do is focus on that particular bit, and it's done. 
exactly like marathon runners do. If you focus on the uh, 26 miles at the start of the London Marathon, that's a pretty big thing to take in. If you focus on one step at a time, much more manageable. Don't get me wrong, it doesn't work like that all the time and you have to sort of train your brain to stop getting carried away with itself and thinking ahead too much. But actually, and that's kind of part of run training, training your brain to keep it focused on right here, right now, I'm doing it. And right here, right now, so are we. Time to walk again. The runner going past me. Warning. She's got the downhill, I've got the up, but I'm walking. That's great. Nice big deep breath of air. Just checking that posture. You're running tall. We'll talk about this in episode three. But the more sort of upright we are, the more chance our legs have to work in the sort of most sort of efficient way. And really importantly, the more chance our lungs have got to fill with that really good air that we need. These minutes of walking, a good chance to adjust your layers. I started out thinking I needed a layer, but I don't. I could do with taking one off. That's okay. Right, time to run again. Let's go. Just taking in everything that's around me. When I'm running, I'm looking forward all the time, generally. So I look forward on the ground, a couple of metres in front of me, what's coming up. And now I might look ahead a bit. That's kind of what I'm doing all the time. Especially if you're running off-road, just get used to looking ahead. Not looking down, but looking ahead. Makes a difference to your posture. You might try that. So it's uphill here for me, so I'm going to change gear. Just reduce my pace so I can keep it at that chatty level. Time to walk again. Oh, well done everyone. It's good to be out. You'll feel good when you get back. It's like one of those, way I've done it. Every little step counts. Great thing to do is inspire others as well. It's amazing if you uh, take other people with you on there. Take other people on your running journey. You'll inspire them and they'll inspire you. Getting my breath back. Nice big deep breaths on the walk. Still looking around me. The walk's a great chance. I don't have to look quite as carefully at my feet. It's very normal to want to look at your feet when you're absolutely in a runner. If you're not quite sure if you trust where they're gonna be putting them but that'll come with time. Let's run again, off we go. There goes that cuckoo. And taking nice, small steps. Tendency for runners, especially when you start, and actually this applies to most, a lot of runners is to go faster, is to take bigger steps. Actually, we know the opposite is true. 
smaller steps but turning your feet over quicker is a sort of much more efficient way of running especially if there are hills so uh, less likely to sort of or you're more likely to land right on your feet if you uh, take shorter strides but the don't really worry too much about it. What we're really interested in is getting that habit going of running at the moment. Time to walk. Hopefully by now you're pretty warm. I certainly am. Feeling good to be out. My body is definitely, you can hear it, I'm breathing much harder. I was in the warm-up. If you find you're breathing too hard, just slow it down a bit. We want to keep going for 20 minutes. That's half the fun of when you start running is learning how to pace yourself. And it's probably one of the biggest things I work with people is to say, slow down. And that's uh, whether they're absolute beginners or whether they're elite marathoners, slow down most of your training. Time to run again, off we go. I've still got a hill. I hope wherever you are, maybe you've got a flat or a downhill. But it doesn't matter too much, I'm just gonna keep my pace, that chatty pace. very dry underfoot today. A lot of people ask me what they need to wear on their feet when they go running. First and foremost, comfortable shoes. There is no perfect running shoe except the one that fits you. And I strongly suggest spending time on your most precious asset, your feet, and working out what that is. So going to a shop, decent running shop, trying on different ones, asking for advice they don't have to be expensive they don't have to be brand new as long as they're comfortable time to walk again well done runny nose the runner's runny nose oh I love the taste of fresh air perhaps if you're running in the cities it's not quite as tasty, but it's still better than the sort of dull air from being indoors. Doesn't matter where you run, it's the running that counts. Oh, the big deer just gone past. Actually, obviously being quite light on my feet and not disturbed it too much. One of the things I enjoy doing when I'm running is actually looking up. You can stop and do that if you like. I like to look up and see what's above me. It's very easy just to always look in the same direction. Time to run again, let's go. In terms of breathing, when it comes to running, one of the things is, uh, first of all, make sure you're sort of 
you know, not nice, calm breathing, deep breathing, rather than sort of shallow. Make sure you're sort of trying to sort of just not control, but keep an eye on your breathing. So if you're going too fast, that's when your breathing is a little bit ragged, slow down. Otherwise, just I know, focus on that out breath. The in breath will follow. Time to walk again. Well done, everyone. Nearly halfway through. That's fantastic. All we're looking for is consistency. So going out a couple of times a week, three times a week, and repeating this, and I promise you, your running will come on leaps and bounds, as was your fitness. And mental health makes a big leap from the being active and being outdoors. Some crazy sort of flowers on the floor where I am now. It's like it's been snowing in uh, May. It looks like there's snow on the floor from the blossom. I guess it's things like that I get excited about. Things you just wouldn't see normally. So a bit about running is sort of making sure that you take time to see that and appreciate what's around you, whatever it may be. Time to run again. Let's go. It's also wonderfully distracting if you look at the things around you. trees. Oh, why are they, what's their names? Go and look that up. Why is that like that? Funny shape. It might be buildings. The great one in the cities is looking up at the top of buildings or in towns. Often there's a sort of tale that can be told on the roof line. I love running past people's houses and their gardens. It's like being a bit nosy seeing what other people are doing but I love it because that's exactly what running can do for me I guess it's about being exploring but I just happen to be running doing it time to walk again well done nice deep breaths and just check your posture are you sort of nice and upright when you're moving along just check your shoulders as they start to creep up your feet towards your ears a bit. Just let them loose. Sort of wriggle them, wiggle them, drop them down, be nice and relaxed. It's quite easy to get tense when you're running. But actually, why waste energy on tensing your shoulders and your grimacing? Some people grimace when they run, I often say. Sort of let it go, all go, and then all the energy goes somewhere else. Nice upright posture. Give those shoulders a wiggle, drop them down. Looking forward. Big breaths, and it's time to run again. Off we go. Another minute of chatty pace. some great smells out today as well. It is running for me, it is a sort of sensory experience. 
smell the trees, the grass. Often you can smell what's in the fields. Last of the bluebells, just prodding through. New baby ferns are uncurling. Lots of pine cones you can hear now, it's much springier. Well done, time to walk again. Ooh, that's good. Well done, everyone. It's fantastic going. Ooh. Going back to food. Yeah, so it's not such a great idea to eat lots before you go. It's a really good idea to make sure you have a balanced diet and you drink enough during the week. No point in drinking just before you go out because you'll guarantee you need a wee. That's okay, plenty of us, well, I'm weeing in the bushes all the time or wherever I can go, find somewhere to go. You need to meet, stay, stay hydrated. Big word for you, you need to have enough liquid in your body for it to work properly. But when I get back, I make sure I have a, a, uh, some water or some squash or something like that. And... Uh, if I've done a particularly long run or I feel peckish, I will have something to eat. Time to run again, off we go. Bananas are great for that sort of thing. Or for long races, what I often do, or long runs is chocolate milk. My favourite thing ever. Banana milkshake, basically, with some cocoa powder added. It's really good at hydrating you. Generally available everywhere. And they're cheap. So you can buy lots of drinks, there's lots of things around. But actually, chocolate milk is a great one. And water with squash in it is another great one of hydrating you. Talking of which, it's very normal to want the loo when you go running. Very normal. If you're in the wilds, if you're in the woods, that's okay. But don't worry about it, just stop. Do what you need to do. Make sure you've gone beforehand. Chances are you'll be all right. Time to walk again. Ooh. It's a great way of doing it. One minute on, one minute off. Breaking it down. Breaking that bite, that elephant down into bite-sized chunks. Chunks or chunks. Either applicable. And we get through it. If you forget the podcast one day, just set your watch, set your phone. Let's go minute on, minute off. Over time, we'll bring it all together. So you'll be running and we'll be putting those minutes together. So in the end, it'll be five minutes, ten minutes. But don't think about that right now. Just right now, we're here doing minute on and a minute off. It's all about keeping the brain in check and not letting it get excited and running away with itself. Glad I've got shorts on, now really hot. Time to run again. Off we go. Fantastic work. This is our last run segment. And then we'll move on into cool down. Cool down and congratulation, I think it could be termed. 
sometimes I like at the end of a sort of this last run, I might, might, might just run a little bit quicker. What's it feel like to run a bit quicker? How does it affect my pace, my breathing? It's up to you. It's quite a nice little thing to do. Jog quicker, trot quicker. You can hear my breathing's increased. Just turning my feet over quicker. Well, hey, that's it. Stop running. Time to walk. Time to uh, get ourselves into cool down. Well done, everyone. That's your second session in the bag. Fantastic work. You really need to pat yourself on the back. Remember we talked about this uh, best fan, worst enemy. You can have someone saying, but you must have the person going, well done to yourself. So that cool down, I'm just going to do a nice, simple walk. Nice upright. Walking along. It's time to put your clothes back on and you cool down. Time to sort of look around you. Time to pat yourself on the back. Time to sort of do a bit of a body check. Have I got any niggles? What worked really well on that? What didn't I really enjoy about it? What could I do next time? Where could I run next time? I've always seen that path. Where does it go? It's always unfinished business for me when I'm out in the woods. I invariably see the place I want to go to next. So yeah, just keep walking along. Relax those shoulders again. To put our arms in the air, just to rotate our arms around. Remember we talked about it's not just our legs, is it, running? It's our upper body, so I'm just going to rotate my shoulders around. I just went swimming yesterday, so that helps with that too. And we talked a lot about, last time, you know, stretching, whether it's worth it or not. I think it's quite a good idea for mobility. So I'm going to find my nearest sort of tree way off and I'm gonna stand and just do stretch out those big thigh muscles they're big and strong thigh muscles they do a lot of work I'm lift my right ankle up tuck it into my bum bring my knees together push my hips forward and feel a nice stretch it is a mild discomfort if it's uncomfortable don't do it <laughs> don't do anything that's that uncomfortable I'm going to hold it for at least 30 seconds. If you can't get your foot all the way up to your bum, just find uh, a bench or whatever you can, a wall, and put your, rest your foot on that. It doesn't matter. As long as you're still getting that stretch in the front, front of your thigh, it doesn't really matter right now how far that foot comes up. I'm going to change over to the other side. Oh, that gives me a view. I've got there's lots of berries starting to grow out in the woods. Lots of uh, what I've called hurtleberries. They're like little wild blueberries. They're delicious. And it won't be long in September when uh, you get blackberries as well. Oh, it's like a feast out in the forest. So that's my other foot done, other leg. Just going to shake my legs out and move down the trail a bit. I reach my arms right up in the air. Big stretch. Pretend I'm 6'4". It's almost like I can feel all the bones in my back spine move out 
And that's it. Well done, everyone. That's the epi- end of episode two. You've got it in the bag. Keep doing that a few times this week. And I'll meet you next week for episode three. Bye.